Okay, let's get her going. Um, so last time, it was three weeks ago, the party finished battling the uh, orcs that are guarding this fort on the cliffs above the gate. Um, along the way, it became clear that some of them were less interested than others in actually defending the fortress, including Grey Tusk, their leader. And she kind of let you guys walk in eventually. Uh, after defeating Lord Nar and uh, ring out, knocking him out off the cliffs. Um, she told you that this place was called Spite's Cradle and that Villery had the orcs build this as sort of her new base. And that she's somewhere inside the fortress and that Halid went in about a day ago and she doesn't know what they're doing. And you explored a few rooms. You found a cute little homunculus that was cooking very badly and making as much noise as possible. And her private chambers, which were guarded by a trap. You read some of her journals. Didn't really learn much new there. Learned that she'd met with someone at this table area and had maybe spiked the other person's drink with something. Only one of the mugs smelled weird. And finally, you found this... You found this, uh... Fountain. Decorated with a statue of an elven woman. The water in the fountain is actually coming from the elven woman's eyes. Like, making it look like she's crying. Um, and in the fountain was a small box that had spots for two rings, but was empty. The statue, notably, was wearing a ring in the sculpture. And so then you open up the next door and find yourself entering an alchemical laboratory where four drudges, these small, you know, gnome-sized alchemical creatures wander back and forth seemingly doing work um, there's a small furnace back here and they're heating things in it carrying things back to the benches mixing components even though you open the door stealthily They don't seem to notice you. They don't seem to care. They're going about their work. If you want, you have an opportunity to ambush them. What do you do? I'm like trying to remember what we discussed at the end of last like session. I think we were discussing an ambush. You're kind of hidden at the door, but at the same time, like... You stand there like 10, 15, 30 seconds watching, and they're kind of ignoring you. We could but, try. Uh, takes a, a step back and, like, sort of motions to Runer. You want to try. Sneak by? We get alerted. They might kind of run into a fight later. But they might like also... Be better to make sure we don't have an enemy at our back. 
could be, they could be like the, the familiar in the other room. Min said it might. They might also alert Valerie. Yes, then tells you that homunculi, at least, which these are supposedly just larger versions of, the creator knows when they are slain. Do we want to just lock them in here and move on? Seems like a plan. That seems like a plan. Meta steps back up, pulls the door closed, and attempts to lock it. Okay. Um, do you have a key that was given to you by... Uh, oh right yeah, that's right. We have the key. Okay, so we lock it with the key then. And you just lock the key, lock the door, yeah. No theory roll needed. Villery was uh, not in the lab, and there seemed to be no exits. Right. Side room then? Yes, that looks like our only option. She opens the door. She uh, took a peek in there earlier. She said it was storage. Um, Noelle opens the door for you. Oh, oops, that's the hide tool, not the reveal tool. Um, piled high with boxes, barrels, and crates, and also seems to have no other way out. Um, does not lead further or deeper. Uh, one of the boxes is open, and good amount of glassware in there. All chemical laboratory stuff. Maybe some kind of secret entrance. Maybe. Vin moves forward and he'll examine some of the boxes. Like, open up a few crates and be like, Yes, there's some very good reagents in here. If we're done on the way out, if we've dispatched her, let's take some of this stuff with us. This might fetch a decent amount of money. Meta takes a step into the room as well and starts like scanning the walls for any signs of like secret passages or anything like that. Perception check. Ooh, my luck is gone. Whoo, net one. First roll. First roll back is a net one. <laughs> Can only go up from here. Um, no, definitely, definitely nothing in here. I mean, you'd, you'd spot it all left's traps, and you'd see it if it was in here. Looks like just storage, then. Shall we check the other doors behind us? <sighs> if we find nothing else, then... We may have to go through them after all. Indeed. Indeed. Okay. You get uh, here. Um, this door is locked. 
uh, your key opens it. Revealing this room. So this is a bedroom. Um, judging by the size of the bed, for someone very big. Um, it's kind of been converted, like the layout of the room, you see double doors at the far end. And you know, surmise with basic geometry that those should lead outside. The layout of the room is like a reception hall. It's just what would make sense. But then somebody converted it to a bedroom, placed a big double bed here, um, by the side of which is a... Hang on, before I say something, I shouldn't. Let me check that. Yes. By the side of the bedroom is a proudly displayed chest that even has... Like, as its lid, kind of a um, stylized orc skull. Not literally a skull, but sort of like wood carved in the shape of a skull. It's a fancy chest. Leather approaches the chest. And, and it's, it's like sizable. a little wary of just how openly it's displayed, so she tries to check for traps. Lucy's, Lucy's uh, on the way soon. Nice. There is a single, uh, there's a small set of stairs going up and a single door at the far end of the room. Letta, you inspect the big chest. It looks like a big chest. Are you... Um, checking for traps. Checking for traps. Uh, perception. Nineteen. Um... You give it a good once over, and it doesn't appear to be trapped. Um, you try to open, it's of course locked. You think the key would work on this too? Worked on everything else in here. Maybe, but I mean, this was the first chest, and not key fortress. Just try. I don't think. Uh, Nar was clever enough in it to keep a trap chest. Lotta just kind of like grins ruefully. I've, uh, I'm done underestimating the dumb looking ones. Fair enough. You try the key on the chest. I almost said trap chest. You try the key on the chest. Doesn't work. From when you know this key was uh, stolen from Villery by Great Dusk, and yeah, it would not open this particular chest. Alright, let puts the key away and decides to pick it open. Alright, thievery, thieves' tools. Uh, crit, uh, two, two, two successes, uh, two successes towards opening it, so it's almost opened. Okay. Um, yeah, no, you, uh, you give the, you give the chest a quick look over, make sure it's not trapped, put Pull out your tools, and ten seconds later, it's opened. 
Like, it's incredibly fast. You're, you've seen Leta pick some stuff before, usually it takes 30 seconds to a minute, you're like, start spreading out the room, and she's like, done. Apparently I did overestimate him. Okay. So we'll walk first. Van, alright. Vin opens this door from the inside and does confirm, you know, look out. Peeks out and waves at Grey Tusk over here in the tower. And then closes the door again. Letta, you open the chest. Now that you've already opened it, I can tell you that DC 27 perception revealed a secret way to open it. Oh. By, um... Oh, I also... Fingers in the eye sockets? Yeah, fingers in the eye sockets. Um... Buttons disguised as orc eyes. That was a much dirtier looking gesture at first. Yeah, no, that's... Um, treasures. A mix of silver and copper that totals, yeah, not that much. 20 to 30 gold, you'd estimate. Um, there is a flawed sapphire in there. And weirdly, three, uh, well, a scroll tube. You crack it, three scrolls. Not sure Nar knew what these were, but he certainly knew they were valuable. Hmm. Hmm. Leta looks them over to see if she knows what they are. Um, I would say you don't have spellcasting, so you could like try a roll to figure it out, but you don't like instantly know. What would it be, Arcana? In this case, actually, uh, religion. Um, are you trained? Or that's just int? Um, let me see. I think that's trained. Plus two, it looks like just int. Oh yeah, you are a rogue. So. Oh yeah. No, that was it. Just, just, uh, just int, I guess. Okay. I will say that, you know, Divine Scrolls, I think you think one is healing. That's like that's about all you got with your knowledge. Let it just passes them to Runer. Alright, Runer. We'll you might know uh, what these are better than I. I don't specialize in spellcasting, but I can take a look. Karth, you pop in the room? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, they're uh, checking out the room and they found treasure. Do you want me to roll a religion? Yeah, I'll roll a religion. Zoroastrian. That one. That one. Rolls today are swingy. Um, yeah, like, it's, uh, you wish you could say with more confidence, but let us saying one of them is healing, you're like, I'll take your word for it. I can't cast it. Karth, you recognize some of those scrolls. They are divine, but the spells overlap with your stuff. Okay. Um, I'm just checking. I think all three are both divine and occult spells. It's almost like I set this up so that you, somebody in the party could cast the scrolls. Um, yes. 
As both Leta and Runa are looking over the scrolls and they're like, Do you think this symbol means up? No, that symbol mean, means life. Um, you're like, like they're butchering it badly. You, you can read those scrolls. I can read those scrolls. I can break if that would help. Leta just takes them from Runar and tosses them to Karth. All yours, then. Well, I am a suave fan of literature. These are on your spell list, so you know what they are. It is a scroll of heal at first level. A scroll of soundburst which is second level, and a scroll of restoration, which is second level. Hmm. These are all divine spells, which is more likely how they were written, um, but on the occult spell list. Very nice. I will stash them in my little bandolier. Alright, there's your treasure. Because we will forget otherwise. Uh, Leto splits up the, the gold and or the silver and copper and cuts the gem in five. <laughs> Holds on to the gem for now. Can fence this when we're back to town. Well, we've found Lord Nar's chambers. What now? Well, no closer to, to, to Villery, it seems. Staircase in the corner. Does that go down or up? It goes up. We we'll need to see what's up there. And if there's nothing there, that may be something we're not seeing in the room filled with the servants. There was... Yeah, I think you're right. We'll have to go into the lab. There was another... There was a larger fountain there, I think. There's something, something there. Hmm, maybe. Okay. Nala listens at this door, presses her ear for about 10 seconds, and she goes, ah, oh, it's quiet. Like, it's clear. And as she steps away to, like, hand it over to you, Leta, she actually just tries the door, and it's open. No need for pricking here. This is a small armory. Uh, this was supposed to be... On the map, you can see there's supposed to be the guard tower. But I was like, why would they have outside stairs to their guard tower? And also, why would their guard tower be... 40 feet back from the gate so that the gate provides cover from the tower. Yeah. Anyway, this is why I added this tower here and turned this into an armory. Shit didn't make sense. Um, a variety of weapons, armor, tools, and supplies for, you know, managing a fort are here. Um, 
this all seems like mundane stuff. If you... Here, here's how we're going to do this. It's a little gamified, but if there is a mundane item that you're looking for, there is a chance it is here. Otherwise, we will just say it is a pile of stuff that is useless to you. Can I take, like, five items of junk that are bulk, like, one or lower? Yeah, are you... Do, do you want me to start rolling randomly on some sort of table, or are you looking for a specific thing? Uh, something that's kind of small, got some heft to it. Like a telekinetic projectile that's still... Oh, I get it. Yes, let's see what you find. Yeah, and it's specifically for telekinetic projectile? Uh, yeah, just so I've got... Just in case. Just in case. I'm stuff my pockets full of something. Um, you will easily find um, three knives. Well, <laughs> and you want to. I'm guessing you want a mix of piercing, slashing, and bludgeoning. Um, you will find a crowbar, which is light bulk somehow. Feels like heavier, but okay. Um,. Three knives. Slashing's going to be difficult. And let's say a grappling hook. Okay. <laughs> All things that are light bulk. Very nice. Stuff them in a stack and yeah. keep moving. Or like hang them on your belt or something for easy projectile. Mm. Yeah, there's a, a door on the far side that leads out to this set of stairs. Uh, there's no ladder. That was a relic of the guard tower. And as far as you can tell, you've explored everything and just found the dead end. I guess we have to go through them after all. Yes, we do. There's too much to hope we could ambush her anyway, given how long we've been here. Didn't seem to attack on sight. Perhaps the non-combat. No, Kratos told us they had claws. Were dangerous. Oh, hello, hello. Lucy. Hey, I got back as quickly as I could because I got out early. Do you want five minutes to recuperate, or are you good to go? I bought stuff at work so that I will be able to just sit down and go. Okay. Well, let me catch you up real quick. Um, so last time you had pushed through through Spite's Cradle. Uh, oh, you're not in Roll20 yet. Load in and it'll be easier. I am loading to now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am loading in now. Yeah. Why don't, is my monitor brighter than usual? Don't worry, I've, I've roleplayed Vin to perfection. Oh, you I'm curious. I disagree, you not said fuck to enough times. Mm, you're right. Vin does not say fuck that much. You mixed all the unknown mutagens and drank them. Um, ah, I see. So, I, so now I'm god, I see. You took 10 con damage. 10 con drain. Um, the 10 con damage and gained 50,000 in every other stat, right? That was the plan? Yeah, but there you rolled over the maximum value because the programmers didn't... Oh, um, shit. So you're actually yeah. I didn't take that into, I did not take into account, so I can't be a Vecna Morant now. Damn. Alright, so Lucy, right. you uh, the party's explored every room um, as you remember, you pushed through Spite's Cradle. 
and you have not found a way deeper or down, the only room that you haven't gone into is these four, the alchemy lab with these four dredges, because it seemed to be a dead end, um, and they were ignoring you. But you backtracked and checked all the sides, and nothing leads anywhere. All right, neat. So have we? So the rest of you pretty much just explored rooms while I was away today, yeah? Yeah. Yep. So I can see for you. We found some money and some scrolls. Sweet. And some All right, cool. Uh, let me open my character sheet, and then I'm good to go. I am good to go now. I, I suppose the dredges might ignore us. Um, well, let's hope. They don't. They don't seem like the shop is, you know, tool in the shed. So I imagine if we uh, maybe walk past them, I don't value the idea of walking too close to those things, but maybe, who knows? I don't know how much free reign we have once we start fiddling in the room. It's like trying to there's a way down. That's a niggling thought in the back of my head. That is in the fountain? Uh, no. Actually, yeah. it relates to the drudges. I have to wonder if the drudges have the same thing the homunculi does. That was yeah. our yeah, but, but Vin, but Vin, you mentioned that ten minutes ago. I was told us this in a slightly different voice a short while ago. <laughs> Holy shit! All right, cool. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess you did roll for Vin pretty well. Are you all right, Vin? You seem to have uh, taken of okay. your cues somewhat. Suck my ass, no. <laughs> well, I'm a good height for it. Um... Uh, since Runar, you've inquired about the fountain twice, I will mention something I forgot to mention the first time. Is Yes, there's this, this fountain, small fountain here, Elven Woman. The large fountain in the room had... You only you know looked inside for like a minute or something, but um, it appeared to be a half-Elven Woman. Um, also, you know, sculpture in a fountain. Uh, in both cases, they seem to be portrayed as alchemists or perhaps healers. Um, this one out here holds, you know, a flask of something. The one in there held a flask of something. And uh, the one in the room is definitely younger. So what's the plan then? We go into the room, see if they attack. And if they don't, we yes, so. look around. Yeah, so. Or you just straight up ambush them if you want. I think ambushing them might be a bad call. If we simply steer out of their vision, maybe we can avoid uh, avoid them looking at us. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the end result would be. Perhaps the drudges don't look at us. Perhaps we get through unscathed. Maybe the homunculi theory isn't right. Who knows? The problem maybe. is we don't know where we're going. There's no visible exits, at least. No, but do we have any other options at this point? 
might be kind of hard to thoroughly search a room while also trying to not get spotted. Maybe we don't thoroughly search that room then. Maybe we look for a doorway from the entrance, then look at that alcove to the top side. Maybe something there. The furnace. That's a furnace. It's a furnace, right, okay. Hmm. If you want to search the room from the doorway without entering, I mean, the party could uh, roll some perception checks. I would be willing to do so. Maybe I'll try that as well. Are you trying to are you trying to um, avoid detection from any of the judges, like hide out of their line of sight, so to speak? If possible. Okay. Then anybody rolling perception also give me stealth. Neat. I'm gonna stand here. Is is this is this halfway line sort of right here? Like the doorway there is that small? The door is yeah, this line. Oh, okay. Cool. Right. The uh, perception and stealth, you said. Yeah, anybody that wants to take a peek into the room. Aye aye, Capitan. Give me a moment. The loud clanky one is the stealthy one today. Right. Right. My gosh. That's that stealth. Ooh. 14 on stealth and perception. These are stealthing real hot. Where the fuck is my sheet? There it is. Uh, perception. Perceive. Nine. <laughs> Nine! Okay. So with your perceptions, Karth, that's a 24. Mm-hmm. So you peek into the room, and who, the lowest stealth was a 15? Yes, that was a Or no, I think Lucy's 14. 14, yeah. 14, yeah. Um, let me check those stat blocks. Page 43. Perception plus six. You think they glanced over you at a few points, not like looks in your direction, but like let's say one was turning, you know, from one bench to another, and you didn't duck out in time? They don't seem to care. And... Moreover, you're all looking around the room, looking for hidden exits or something, and Karth sees it. Your gnome illusion sense tingles. Oh my god. Yes! (laughs) You you actually rolled a 25 because the feat you took is not useless. It adds a plus one. Yeah. Something's not right about this eastern wall. It's uh, from this, you know, from from this distance in the room, you can't quite tell where, but like something's off about it. The others you think are fine. That right one might be illusory. I'm getting a tingle. Don't tell us about your tingles. Why won't? I think it's illusory. Oh. Letta looks surprised. I'm thinking something very different. 
Oh, no, he, he gave me that last night. Um, I joke. Five finger tingler. <laughs> Let a laugh. God, this tension just make out again. <laughs> uh, I think we just try walking through them. Look like we belong. Look like we have intent. Getting all men out of places. Worth a shot, I suppose. Perhaps you should lead, Renard. Alright. Renard will just... He's the first to take a risk and step into the room. As he does, yeah. You know, I guess. Shield raised. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, gear out. Uh, I guess he'd, like Car said, you know, walk with purpose instead of like trying to be stealthy and just kind of like you know walk like he knows where he's going towards the far wall. <laughs> you walk through a table and cauldron. Um. For the record, Vin, uh, on the tables, there's a fair good amount of alchemical uh, stuff that you could take. Although, whether that would alert them is certainly, you know, up for debate. Interesting. Okay. So, first things first, Runar, you step into the room worried that they'll, like, attack you on the threshold or something? No. They don't notice. Um, they don't care. And obviously they've seen you. You're in the room with them, there's four, it's unavoidable. But they seem to... You guys don't know what robots are, but you know, they are, mi they are mindless, task-purposed husks. And they're mm -hmm. focused on their job. Um, you walk up to the... Uh, the eastern wall, and Karth, because you rolled a perception to disbelieve the illusion... There is a... You can see through it. Faintly. It's mm. it's hazy. There is a... Um, right here in this square... A, a door leading to stairs leading down. Everyone else can't see it yet. Okay. I will kind of... With a message to Runa, just be like... Step to your left. Door. Okay. We're gonna, you know, reach towards the wall, trying to like feel where the door is. Okay, Runar, as you reach where Karth tells you to, and touch the wall, first thing happens is your hand goes through. So uh, you still don't disbelieve the illusion; you can't see through it, but like you, you know it's an illusion. Second thing that happens is Does the wall explode? <laughs> the two drudges next to you, which had been focused on their tasks, their heads immediately snap around and lock onto you. And without hesitation, they rush forward to attack. 
Let's all roll initiative. Assume we're rolling perception. Yeah, I think perception would be the roll here. Very fair. All right. Perception initiative. Fucking watch together. Do you want to load for me, please, instead of being a shitbag? Bound to happen eventually. Well, it was possible to be really clever and avoid them, but it would have taken some finagling. Uh, what's my perception? Can I roll stealth initiative since I haven't been seen? Um. If you're not in the room, I'll say stealth for perception is fine. Stealth for initiative, she said, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Right. Sick. Are you serious? God damn it, I had a plus nine, man. Oh, whoops. Forgot to select my token, my bad. Hang on, I'll reselect and put it in myself. Couldn't have done that first time, could you, Vin? Right, there we go. Sheet. Yep, she has a 10. Oh boy. Uh, we are missing. Could you put me on the turn order? I didn't think it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go. Thank you. 20. Okay. Yeah. Lovely. That is. Runar, you're, you're first, which is fitting. Uh, like, the one next to you is, it was like, like that, like an instant reaction and you touching the wall, seemingly that, was a forbidden action, and they are not allowed, you know, willing to ignore that. Mm hmm. Did you say it was just the two closest that noticed? Or? That's the two, uh, yeah, I'll say those two, like, noticed what happened, but obviously, you know, one, unless you were somehow explicably... Inexplicably avoid this combat, the other two will notice that. Which at this point is not happening. I did roll a die to see if maybe just by pure luck all four of them would not see that, but I uh, did not. <laughs> Hammer time. Okay. So I, I did say I have my stuff like out, so let's just assume that I don't have to draw, correct? Yeah, no, you specifically said your stuff is out. Alright. It's one action raise shield, one action hammer time. Okay. What if it's destroyed, Villary? Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, another D8 plus four then? That's 15. Which means your hammer bloodies this creature. Um. Smashing. This is bizarre. You smash it in the chest, like in the rib cage. Um, it doesn't have a rib cage. It's made of clay, so it doesn't have bones or organs. But some sort of almost uh, frosty mist, like like you know, your breath on a really cold day, begins to kind of pour out of its chest, and just it doesn't. It's not doing anything dangerous. But 
is just pouring out and coalescing on the floor. Not spreading. It's bizarre. And it's bloodied. That is, that is in fact, a bizarre. Uh, well, I have seen what I want to do with third action right now. So we're going to attack a second time. Okay. So 14 misses on the follow-up. Oh, and you raised shield, so that's three? Yeah. Letta, what's with you? Um, Letta is going to dart through Karth. Uh, can I get to here through those two enemies? Like between them? Yeah. Diagonal, uh, move, a move like this is allowed. One, two, yeah, three. So. And, um,. Engage this other one here. Yep, this one it's had turned to, to uh, Runeire. So it's ready for combat. You stab it preemptively on a 16, unfortunately, just misses. It's um, faster than you thought. And the second attack, flat footed. Oh, it's a twin faint? Yeah. That. Did not add multiple attack penalties, it was just a hit, it's not a crit. Oh, shit, okay. Grab the hit two. Mm-hmm. But you do get your d6 of a sneak attack. Snorkatork. Okay, so here's the good news, is you deal 14 damage to it, which is a lot. Here's the bad news, as you do... You probably didn't see what Runar did, the angle wasn't right. But similar to what I just described, when you puncture it w with the short sword, almost alchemical energy bursts out of it, and I'm going to need you to make a reflex save as like a spray of, well, it's kind of like alchemist fire, I guess. Okay, that is a crit success, so you dodge it and take no damage. Um, it's kind of like a... A spray of blood, but it's not blood, it's alchemical, fiery blood. Almost got all over you. Can I talk now that I've used three actions, or yeah. is that... A little bit of yeah. talking is free, even out of turn. Okay. Watch out when you stab them. Kalar. Kalar is gonna run in. Okay, am I tripping or is Minnie's mic muted? Are you guys on the same mic? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. No, it's it's I fine. Was, I was kind of mumbling a little bit. No, I was right. just like, I wasn't sure if you meant to talk on Owen's mic or if you had your own and just... Yes, with the new flat we've got a slightly better setup for both being on the same mic. Okay, no, yeah. that's great actually, uh, you guys sound So it's now actually equidistant between us instead of in my break half of the room. No, it sounds yeah. good. Um, although I can hear the uh, flatness and emptiness of your walls, but you know, I'm not gonna... Mm. <laughs> Alright, Kayla sure, runs sure. in. I believe that was just one move, because you are fast. Ooh. 
Okay, can I get to that? One more, yeah. So unfortunately, right. not quite a flank. I have prey. On the uh, red one? Yeah, the red one. Okay, sure, sure, sure. And then I'll try and hit it. Alright, with a uh, rapier. Or scimitar, sorry, that's your weapon. Um, 17 is the number, huh? Unfortunately, just short of its 18 AC. Um, yeah. It's focused on fighting Letta and trying to nimbly dodge her attacks and unfortunately just can't quite land a hit on it. Yeah. Um, that is your turn. It is finally their turn. So... If the initiative had gone differently, I would have, like, said these acts lower or something. But by now, you know, three of you have attacked them. So they, they join in. Um, this one that you stabbed, or well, not stabbed, but smashed Runar, is just going to strike you, attempt to strike you three times. Great. And as you do, you see a similar frost energy on its claws um, manifesting. You're not sure how. Some weird shit here. So, a 24, I think, hit you. Yes, 24. Okay, so you are made clumsy one by its frost strike. And you will take... Um, this much damage. I assume you have no cold resistance to speak of. Cold? It's uh, nine slashing there and just one cold. I'm just gonna make it the snail, uh, snail debuff. Cause it's cold, it's slowing you. Isn't there a snowflake? There is a snowflake, good call. Well, yeah, it's... Okay, so that's three attacks. Um, and one hit. That sort of surprises you with how much frost was behind it. Um, fire one's gonna strike Letta. Or is it gonna strike? Yeah, it's gonna strike you. Three times the same. They seem kind of single-minded. Oh my gosh. I will reaction that crit. <laughs> you will reaction the crit. Okay. I will reduce its damage by five? Is that it? Uh, I think it's five. Two plus your level, that sounds right? Yeah, two plus level is five. Okay, so I do make it enfeebled two. Um... Let's use this one. After the damaging effect is applied, the enemy becomes enfeebled too. Okay. Um, so, Letta, you are crit, and we'll take five off this damage, but you take the rest. So, it's 
15, I assume you have no fire resistance. Uh, not for the moment. Yeah, or, or slashing resistance. Yeah, as it strikes, lash out at you. Some of that same burning energy that, like, when you cut it, spilled out of its body, is in its claws. That is its turn. This one back here does not join in the melee, and instead, out of the center of its chest, shoots a small lightning bolt that arcs between Kalar and Karth. Both make me reflex saves, please. Holy shit. Okay, that's a success. Nice. That's a failure. <laughs> I hit the button, and then my team came up. But, oh, I did well, and then realized wasn't Okay, so um, this is lightning damage. I keep saying resistance. I don't think anybody in this party has any resistance to anything. Um, I am actually a demigod of lightning. Oh, okay. I mean, I like, understand. yeah. And I just did a one shot where somebody was a shuni and they had one cold resistance, and every encounter had cold damage. So it was like I had to keep thinking about it. <laughs> Uh, um, so it's this much lightning and Kalar takes half because he saved so just 6 to Karth and 3 to Kalar I almost said about it what did you say? I almost said necrotic resistance oh. yeah, unfortunately no one dead in this one either no spellcasters um and this one, you know, is going to walk up to Kalar, and this is disturbing. Opens up its mouth and just vomits all over you. Yeah. Uh, which is also a reflex save. Gross. Yeah. Ooh. That's, that's bad. That's a crit fail. Ugh. Um... Y'all do have hero points, but... Up. Without hero point, yeah. You're hero point, okay. No. Oh! Crit fail to a success. That's good. You take half of this, whereas with a crit fail, you would have taken double this. Um, it's acid damage, as you... Re yeah, so only two. Um, as it... Whatever it vomited is apparently acidic... I mean, technically true with humans, too. Um, <laughs> and not only that, but it, it's left behind in your square. So we're just going to draw some... Uh, bleh, here. So you probably want to exit that square because it's uh, bad. We're on to Karth. Uh, I'm going to tell it to kinetic projectile. Crowbar. Yeah, this is the first edition I've played where there is no penalty for ranged and melee, and it's still weird. At whom? Uh. You know what? Let's just throw a biscuit. I'm gonna spend an action to leap onto this table. Whoo! I'm a. Uh... Do you care if you knock any of the stuff on it off? No. 
I'm gonna roll a d20. Let's see, 11 to 20, something goes flying. Oh. That's a that 10. Somehow, fortunately, like you knock like a glass, you know, beaker off, but it was empty. Cool. Or perhaps unfortunately, depending on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I will crowbar. Mr. Purple. Look Mr. Purple. The Vomitron. Yeah, don't vomit on people. That is. Rude, rude. Well, without their consent, I guess. I mean, if they ask you to. Um, okay. Crowbar. There's gotta be a... Look, if, if, if Vor exists, there has to be... Okay, unfortunately a 14 is gonna be a little short. Um, I will do the crowbar and then go... Oh, fuck! Uh... Oh, it's two actions, isn't it? Yeah, unfortunately, the spell is two actions. Right. I don't know about I'll uh, say something encouraging in a moment. I brain dead. Um, fuck. <laughs> I forgot to do my war. That's all right. Uh, crowbar goes sailing past it and uh, really is Half-Life 2 night. You're throwing crowbars around. Um, and just boom, clunk somewhere here I in the corner. Like a giant sword blade. Nice. Okay, we're on to Noala. Um, it's going to go like I should have seen this coming. Uh, she's just got to take two shots at the uh, market and then take two, I guess, three shots at it. Her shots are not. Remember when Noala was really impressive because she was higher level than you, and now her bonuses are garbage? She can't hit anything? Still a higher level, but yeah. Technically, still level four, yeah, but she has the bad arm. She does hit for a d8. Right, that's a, the best number on that die. One arrow lands. Vin. Hello. Um, gonna run in, obviously. So, I'll pro oh, there's no fucking opportunity attacks on these things. We hope. Yeah, I don't think so. Move to here anyway. Oh God, the chair. Sorry. <laughs> 15, 10 feet. Can move back to here? Yep. To here? Yep. And then I'm gonna throw a bomb. At who? At a uh, red one. The statue. Oh, okay. Uh, you are just in range. In a shocking. Throw one at Karth in a shocking twist of events. <laughs> um, it'll be a moderate alchemist fire. Pull off your mask. You're a half elf woman. This whole time. Um, Moderate okay, alchemist, you see. Yes. Alright, don't forget your plus one from the 15, item. 16. No, it's already in. It's already in? Uh, yeah, it's already in. Unfortunately, 15. shy of a hit, but you do deal the two splash damage to it. No, I do seven splash, actually. Really? Because I. I no, uh, six splash. Because I took the feat that makes me do splash equal to my in Holy as well. Shit. You did six damage on a miss. That's pretty know, good. No, four. It says equal to instead of the normal amount, not in addition to. It's okay. four. Four. Sorry. So that yeah. bloodies it. Um, as a react. Eh, no, that doesn't make sense. Um, it bloodies it as a. Uh, luckily, the fire one does not seem resistant to fire. Pretty uh, good. 
but an alchemist fire lands at its feet. And I'm gonna do it again. Take a minus also five to the secondary attack. Yes, yeah, so it's plus five then. Also moderate. Also a moderate. I've got quite a lot of them. Okay. Eighteen. Oh, so thirteen this time. Another six. Sorry, four. It was four. Yeah, four. There we go. Um, the two alchemists fire are not as precise as they could have been, but they are still rather big bombs landing at its feet, and like chunks of clay go flying off its legs, in a way that would debilitate humans. But to this creature, is like. Eh. Um. How does splash work, radius-wise? When you miss, you only deal splash to the target you missed. Okay. Cool. If, if you'd hit, then yeah, you'd be splashing like this one, and maybe let her... Ah, okay. Fair. Runar, we're at the top. We're at the top. Alright, one action, raise shield. Okay, we do. Still clumsy, unfortunately, but... Okay, that doesn't... Doesn't drop. Doesn't affect my plus 10 to hit. No, no. It affects your AC, that's about it. True. Yeah. You also feel a little slower because of the, uh... Yeah. So you're, uh, warhammering it? We're gonna step... I'll only get the Okay, yeah, we're just gonna warhammer it. Whew, that's a crit. Four. For 14, uh, I hate to tell you, but look at how much HP it's on. Um, your second strike smashes about half of its torso off into clay shards that cover Letta, and then it looks at you still. It's like it's the Terminator at the end of the Terminator movie, or it's got like one red eye, but somehow it's still fighting. Why is the thing clearly not leaked to bludgeoning? <laughs> Uh, well, you know. And. Uh, Homunculi underneath there, I think. Cancel. Alright. Uh. Let's try and get rid of it then. For the follow up? Oof. One short. You got no flank, so that's unfortunately gonna miss. I'm gonna do this too. Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things when you don't do the aura, suddenly like three things in a round miss by one. Um, Letta, we're with you. Cool. Um, I'm going to attack this one with my rapier, not a twin faint. Not a twin faint, just a stab. Ugh. Too short. And then I'm going to step. And attack the other one. Ooh, spicy. Okay. Oh, I forgot to take the penalty. Oh. And it's a four. rape. Okay. It's a hit oh. either way. Yeah. Um, it's a hit either way, and it actually doesn't matter what you hit with. It has one HP. Um, it is utterly destroyed as you step in for a flank and just... It was doing the Terminator thing, and then you just smashed the last little bit that was connecting its bottom and top halves, and now it fully crumbles. And I think that's my turn. That is your turn. How about you, Kaylor? 
You're in a bad space. Um, I'm gonna move out of my space. Okay. Can I hop up to here? Yeah, you can certainly hop on the table. Uh, I'll ask the same I asked of Karth. Do you care if you knock some alchemical stuff off? Nah. Alright, let's roll a d20. Yeah, okay, this time something goes flying. Um, okay, I'm gonna roll a d10. Oh no, hang on, I had, a, I had a, my own thing here. Two, 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 one, one. Okay, let's roll a D8 then. <laughs> okay. Um, something shatters on the ground, and nothing happens. Okay. It was some sort of clear liquid. It's vodka. So, uh... <laughs> I have a theory. Lick it. <laughs> Just, I'm sure it'll be good all that. Yep. Hang, you know... <laughs> okay, yeah, go for it. No, 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 I was, I was... I had a crazy idea, then decided against it. Um, I will look at the guy before me and say, It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. <laughs> and then I'm gonna Okay, you have a flank. So take your plus, or no, it's it's got. Oh man. Ugh. Unfortunately, high ground or not, uh, the precarious position on the table. It's got a wobbly leg. You didn't realize that until you hopped up. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, but you do have a third action to try again. Oh yeah. And I think sweet man. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, uh, double threes are just not going to do it. Um, shitty dice. Um, it looked cooler in your head. <laughs> but perhaps it's still uh, distracting it for uh, Leta to kill it um, on the follow-up turn. Uh, it is their turns. Um, let's start with uh, this one doing electric arc. This is going to be Kayla and Leta reflex saves. I pick the two people with the highest reflex saves. <laughs> okay. So, same deal as last time. Letta, you take half. Kaylor, you take full. Uh, seven to Kaylor, three to Letta. Is a small lightning arc. Comes out. Who is the fire one going to turn to? I think to Kalar. You're the easier, you're the more obvious target. Good news is it is enfeebled. A 22, I imagine, hits you. Yeah. Okay. A little bit of fire energy leaps out, as it does. And you take 12. Uh, I'll reaction that because no one else is in range. Your reaction because no one else is in range. You'll take... Uh, oh no, sorry. That would have been 10. You take 5. 
between all the various paladin debuffs. Um, you do seem to see, since it's facing you, Kalar, there's that slash mm -hmm. in its front where Leta got it. And it's kind of pulsing with this fiery energy, but it's starting to dim. Oh, yeah. Right, bitch. Perhaps they uh, have a limited amount of juice. That ends the fire one's turn. The lightning one shot electric arc. I think this one's gonna step in its own acid, which it's immune to. And uh, to vomit onto Letta, give me a reflex save. Okay, you take half. Is it 2d6 or 2d8? 2d6. You take four acid as more uh, more acid lands in this square. That is their turns, Karth. Uh, I'll take one of the knives. Say, come on, we can do this. This is the. Last one before the big one. Encouragement. Oh. Okay. I'm inspired courage. Aura. And telekinetic projectile. I will telekinetic projectile something off the desk. Ooh. You want to, I'm guessing, a full. Yeah. Something purple. Something purple? Or the closest to purple that I can see. Okay. There is a, uh, a purple thing on the desk. You want to throw it at one of them? Yeah, I launch it. This is where Phasius is going. For fuck's sake. Healing potions are purple in this world. Roll me an attack roll. Which one? Also, target one. Uh, the Vomitron purple guy. The Vomit guy that's standing in acid? Yep. Nope. Misses. So it misses and shatters on the ground somewhere over here and starts melting the table leg. You threw some acid. Nice. That would have done not a lot against the acid guy. It uh, right. probably wouldn't have. The guy that's standing right. in acid. It's fine. I'm playing the long game. That table's going to collapse and kill him. Oh, you're right. Okay, I'm going to put uh, three points of damage on this table. I, of course, track the HP of all objects like every good DM. <laughs> <laughs> the ceiling is, uh, by the way, at 350 out of 800. Anyway, uh, Noala's turn. She shoots four arrows, I guess. Three. Yeah, that's three misses, and then she takes cover here. Vin. Hello. Somehow she misses in an open room at 30 feet range. That arm is really bothering her. Yeah, I guess. Can I just check with um, Bomber Alchemist? When I splash, I can choose to splash targets in my radius and choose not to. 
splash others, right? I believe the rule is either you splash everybody or you just don't do splash to anyone but the target. We'll double check. But in the meantime, I am going to. Barbarian. Fucking yeehaw another bomb with somebody. Why does this class exist? Uh, barbarian or alchemist? Barbarian. Um. I love a major of purple. Yeah. When throwing an alchemical bomb with a splash trait, you can deal splash to only your primary target instead of the usual splash area. Nice. Okay. Who are you throwing at? Uh, purple. Purple? Okay. You're throwing okay. a... Hero point that. Sorry. Not having that exploding my hands. <laughs> what were you throwing? A uh, major alchemist fire. Okay. Would have been a net one. So you mean a moderate? Yeah, I don't think, do you have a major? Oh, no, a moderate. moderate. Sorry. Okay, yeah, reroll. 16. Aura bumps at the 17, which is one short. Fuck me running. I kind of hit. I've rolled. What have I rolled today? You deal on just four, unfortunately. Five, five, eight, one, and six. Fuck me. All right. See, I told you, Vin always says fuck, it's like his catchphrase. That's, That's me saying fuck, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> Alright. First, uh... I will sling. Fuck it, sling time. Okay. I'm saving some bombs. I generally assume you have sling in one hand and throw bombs with the other. Yep. It's a good call. Uh, sling plus nine. It but now with the penalty, it'd be plus four. Yep. Fuck it. That it's, hits? Nah, I hit on the fucking sling, don't I? Jesus Hell yeah. fucking Christ. We're right. bludgeoning damage, and we add one for strength. Six. Or not one, one for aura. <laughs> this sling somehow hits. So it's, uh... Five. Wouldn't have hit with that one. It, it would've. Cause he didn't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we hit, but... So... Five points of damage. The sling bullet hits the, uh, the little clay golem in the back and shatters a piece off of it. I believe that's two action. That'd be me. Do you want a third? Um, I would. Can I do anything? To, can I hide behind the wall here to like take cover against this guy in case he starts? Yeah, that's certainly me. possible. Take cover against the yellow guy. I'll do that. Runar. Yes. One action raise shield. There are no flanks presented. So we're going to move. And we're going to slap. Go for it. Cool. Phaseus. No. You've crit every turn. Um, yeah, no, it's... Uh, roll me a... Reflex. Oh, it's gonna make blood. Okay. It does burning blood at you. Well, there's the additional damage. Uh, it, your non-crit damage killed it. Alright. It was at 8. It explodes. Yeah, hit me with a reflex. Feels like a shield should like give you some reflex bonus, you know? But whatever. 
That's a success, so you take half. Um, uh, this. <laughs> we take one fire. Fortunately, uh, unless you smash its collapsed pieces anymore, it seems like it's no longer a threat. Oh, right. Remove Ray Shield Smash. Um, still clumsy. Letta, we're with you. Alright. I'm going to step out of the acid. Okay. And twin paint this one. Alright. At 22 hits. Five, six, actually. It's bloodied. And then the second attack, flat-footed. Mm-hmm. That hits. So it's a sneak attack. Four, seven, another one, and another two, so ten. Wait. And then my new feet would come into play here, right? Uh, what does it do? If I do damage with both parts of Twin Faint, they have to make a will save against my class DC or become Stupefied 1 until the end of my next turn. I'm just not going to roll because Stupefied 1 does not have any effect. Um, I think. Stupefied is all in all mental stats? Uh, yeah, I think it's stats. Okay, fine, They're I'll roll. Mindless, so... Um... They don't specifically say they're immune to mental or anything like that. So I'm gonna roll the will save. Nine. So it fails, and it's stupefied one, but as to how useful that will be... Yeah. Fuck it, I wanted to use my feet, alright? No, I understand. I'm, I'm with you there. Let's do, um, let's do sad face one, I guess, as stupefied. You did hit twice for like 20 or 20 damage or something, so that's still good. Yep, and that's the end of my turn. Kalar, we're with you. You're on the table, the one you were fighting. Smashed by Runar, who hasn't rolled below a natural 18. <laughs> um... So I rolled over 5 for damage. I guess I will pop down here. In, okay. And then hit him. What this is like the size of cauldron with acid. Right? So, sorry. This thingy jiggy here looks like a cauldron of acid, right? Yeah, it's a cauldron of something. Um, however, both you and it are currently standing in acid. And it seems to not care, whereas you... Oh, the, I didn't see the Did it From blind. there, I think. In that case, I will hop over onto this table. Ooh, more table hopping. Once again, don't care if someone goes flying off? Nope. Yeah, uh, glass, glass beaker falls, but it's empty. Neat. And then I'm gonna hit it. Alrighty. Miss. Man, Minnie, I feel bad. Your I dice don't roll uh, double-digit numbers. 
the cool Aryan. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, she can goes. She, right. get there she can get there in one move and attack, yeah. Alright. And she even gets an aura bonus from the bard. Wow. It just so in sync. It's uh, it's it's not happening. Um something about maybe it's the acid, maybe the your, uh, the wolf is hesitant to run at the creature that's standing in acid. Um overall that is two misses and that ends your turn. Mm -hmm. Um This one's gonna strike Letheth three times as revenge. This could be bad for you, Letta, depending on what I roll here. A nimble dodge the 21, nothing hits. Your AC is 20, 20 without it? Yeah. Well done. Um, spend your reaction to dodge that first one coming at you. And like the others, you've seen that its claws are brimming with elemental essence. But you dodge. And then let's do, uh, you know what, I'll reward you for having taken cover. Electric Arc at Kalar and Vin. Vin, you take a plus, uh, let's say two to reflex from it. Sick. I mean, really will reflex save. Kalar also a reflex. Mm -hmm. Plus 11, so plus 13? Yeah. Total. Alright. That's a success. Uh, where is reflex? Ah, so... Roll reflex and add two to this twenty-eight. That's a crit success. You take nothing, Vin. It shoots into the stone above you. Because as we all know, stone is extremely conductive. Um, whereas Vin, you, or whereas Kelly, you take half this, having like partially dodged it. Can I just like stick my sword in the ground to attract the attack to it? Sure, maybe if you had a lightning rod. Uh, you take just two lightning, Kaylor. Okay. That's this creature, Electric Arcs. Seems scary. Until you compare it to attacks dealing a d8 plus 2 plus a d6. Karth. Aura falls off. I will do the aura again. Alright. And magic projectile something blue at the acid. You don't see anything blue around, but you see something yeah. orange. Hell yeah! Divinity taught me one thing. Poison? It's flammable. Uh, <laughs> Teleflex projectile. At the uh, purple one? Yes. Alright, add your own plus one. My nemesis. It's stupefied, which... Oh my gosh. Nope. All the cool things aren't hitting. Um, here's the good news, actually. I tried cool, but you said there's no blue things. Wait, no blue things? Yeah. I assumed it was ice. Cool. Uh, it was a bad pun. Oh, I get it. Um, here's the good news. You missed it with a splash weapon. It takes one. Uh, but hey, you know what? Let's say poison. Eh. Nah, acid's not flammable. It's, it's it's not. Anyway, you deal one point of damage as the alchemist fire you threw lands at its feet. I contributed. You did, and the aura is up. Noala. Oh, she hasn't been adding her aura, actually, come to think of it. Just gonna step and do some work, come on. Yeah, she hits once. 
Okay, well, she only rolls eights on that. This one's bloodied. Then. Hello. Okay, I think everyone has the one drudge over there handled, so I guess I'm just gonna... You say I'm that, not gonna waste any more we've got a party of five rollers over here. You just fucked us there, we see. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am also, I'm also part of that party of five rollers, so... That's true, yeah. So... Uh, feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, one mage, one moderate alchemist fire time. This one? Yeah, fuck it. Go for I'll it. I'll do one more. If you were hey. shooting a bow at it, I'd say it might have some cover, because it's kind of behind the fountain, but like you're lobbing, so it, it works just 20. Fine. Hit! Yeah. 14. Five it damage. is blown up by that. And there's a Wilhelm scream that plays out of somewhere. <laughs> Great. I'll, you know what? It flies back into the furnace from the force of the bomb. Cooking time! And then I fucking sling the other one. It's okay. Double. Sling some rock. Let's do it. Uh, um, unfortunately, I will say four? cover here because, like, it's just behind a lot of shit. Is that plus five? Yeah, it's minus five, yeah. It would be a plus five. Yes, total. Sixteen. Nope. Sails over it. Dinks off of Runar's armor. <laughs> We're with you, you, Runar. There's one left. Uh, one left. Standard in acid. Yeah, it seems to be immune to acid. Well, what's the plan? Gonna be. We're gonna move in. To the acid. Fifteen versus the flanked Fifteen drive. versus a flanked one misses by one. Misses by oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm, how much do I care about acid? Not a lot. I'll attack. Second attack? Fourteen against a flanked one misses. And you ended your turn in some acid. Um I mean you volunteered. It's five acid damage. Letta. Gonna step here and attack. Alright, wolf flank. Oof. Oh, I forgot the wolf. Can't hit. There we go. Yeah, that's with a. Uh, yeah, no, it's just. Annihilated your sneak attack. Uh, short sword. It just needed a hit. It had 4 HP. And this one collapses. And <clears throat> its reservoir. On this one, because it's the final one. You cut it with a short sword in the middle. And actually reveal that there's a hollow cavity inside. In which had been sitting a flask of something acidic. And it falls in half, and the flask falls out and shatters. And it seems like it channeled the energy of that item. Right. I'm gonna, in the ensuing end of the battle, 
Lynn's gonna wander over to the tables and start looking over what's left. Refill on supplies if there's anything left to throw. Mm-hmm. Lena's gonna bandage herself up in the corner. Uh I will lay on hands and then Okay. Everybody steps out of the acid. Everybody takes a second to recover. And my throat is really sore. Let's go to break here. Because <clears throat> I need to drink some tea or something. But the TLDR is you defeated these four. Uh, once you push past the illusion, it's a staircase leading down. Um, and you can also salvage some of the alchemical stuff that's left on the tables that wasn't knocked off. And possibly examine okay. this, uh, this statue. But let's uh, go to break right there. Alright. Um, who wants to jump back into it? Normally I yeah. chat for longer, but... Yeah, <sighs> let's try to make good time, I think. Oh, by the way, did you guys honestly forget there was a door on the east here, or were you just role-playing really well? I, for one, was role-playing. I, I, like, I, I was like, I remember Phasius going, oh, look, there's a door over there, last session. And then you being like, no, there isn't. Yeah. So. Which I, I respect. The confidence that you went, no, there isn't. This session, I was like, Maybe he was just, maybe it was a map glitch and it's something he's changed. Or like not a map glitch, but it's an old version of the map or something. So yeah, I made a little wall patch that goes there to cover up the... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I respect the hustle. Good shit. And I yeah. Think I, as a, I as a player had an illusion sense tingle. Um, <laughs> and the, re the reason that's there, that's not there in the map and it's just like a door or an iron grate or something. And the reason that's there is because you took Illusion Sense, and when you took it at level one, I googled Illusion in the PDF and zero results. Oh. It's not in the adventure anywhere. And I was like, I mean, I feel bad if your feet never comes up. So I put one Illusion in. Imagine if I failed that perception check. <laughs> yeah. But you also get an automatic one if you walked within 10 feet of it, which I kind of thought would no, happen, but you guys were very cautious with the drudges. I think it was the mental link that made us cautious, otherwise we would have just ambushed them. Yeah, well it's not, they can't talk, but they can uh, share basic information such as fear, happiness, or anger. Alright, well probably she knows they died. Um, let's jump back in. I assume with the level 3 paladin, in... 10, 20 minutes, you can heal up to full. Don't even worry about it. Um, every 10 minutes, Runar gets a 12-point heal back, besides the medicine checks that are being made. Um, Jesus. Leon hands, and then refocus is just, you know, what, what, is, what is healing? Health combat. It doesn't matter. Good. Fuck you, Clarks. Yeah. Clarks are gods at in-combat healing, but out of no. combat healing, there are so many other resources, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you should take a look at that heal spell you've got, Karth, on that scroll, because the three-action version of that is AoE. Oh. Uh, and it damages undead, not that that will come up here, but... Two-action version heals for a lot. 
It's a very versatile spell. Meanwhile, you are left in the aftermath of the uh, the battle in this laboratory. Um, I must. You're gonna pick the tables clean of alchemical stuff. I'm assuming. Yeah. Don't see any reason to leave it. So a couple things were smashed. Um, it's actually one of everything. The way things work out. What? Um. N not literally everything. A total of five finished alchemical com things can be found here, and they are five different things. So, here, I'll type it out. Let me use the excellent Windows 7 snap feature and put things to either side of the screen. Lucy, you remember... Here, so these are the first four. These are things you know. I've got the... Uh, yeah, okay, cool. So, so you have those formulas, you recognize them pretty quick. Mm -hmm. The lesser alchemist fire. Yep. Alright. This is all pretty basic stuff. It seems like the dredges were capable of basic alchemy, but not as good as you or, let's say, the sculptor. Mm. Okay. Uh, um, the fifth one is... You found something like this before. I believe you found it in Villery's wardrobe acidic mutagen yeah curious. there was a strange acidic mutagen this is a similar to that but cold some okay. sort of cold energy mutagen that shit better not be blue two of those i already subtracted one. the stuff that was smashed one less of stone body snipe three of those one minor relics of life. Okay, and so there's four things. To, oh, one cold energy mutant. There it is. Cool. You're right. not you're not sure where that one is. Like you don't have the formula for it, but you can you understand the basic components. It's a mutagen. It does something cold. Cool. I'm running out of space in my bag. So I'm gonna drop <laughs> the thunder junk. Hand it to another part player. Yeah, you can have the thunder chunk that doesn't do anything. I'm just gonna get rid of it. <laughs> oh, is that the little one you crafted in like session one? Yep. Okay, never mind. Yeah, that is shit. Oh, it's a fire cracker. Anybody want to fire? Oh. Okay. Yeah, you, so, oh, let's say um, all it does is pop and make a slight noise. I mean, it's like, no, I'm packing that. Had very hard all the same. Sure. Let's go with that. That's what I like to call a real headband. Renar, you're moving back and forth here. Are you doing stuff? I want to inspect this fountain as well. I like inspect the statue, make sure that, like, like in the other sat fountain, we found that, like, the ring box, so... Yeah. This fountain seems, seems clear. Um, as in, like, there's no boxes in this one. Um, the statue in this one is a... Half-elven woman. Um, she looks pretty young, based on the sculpture, like 20, probably. Um, she is holding... Um, is there a description? Okay, she's holding um, a 
bubbling flask in one hand. That, you know, within the stone sculpture, it's not really clear what it is, but it's clear she's intended to be like an alchemist. Uh, Anton, by the way, I'm just I'm just gonna ditch my whole supply of torches. Sure. I have an ever burning torch, and I completely forgot. Sure, toss them in water some or room. something. Um, yeah. Overall, the sculpture is depicted in a somewhat grandiose way, but nothing too strange about it. Or is there? Are you perceptioning it? Yes. Or crafting, or... What kind, of, what kind of thing are you looking for? What do you think? Um, is... Switches or something? Or... I mean, to be honest, it's just like a depiction of... Well, I'm assuming Valerie at this point, but there's no... Um, I guess particularly, um, the ring, maybe? Yeah. You, um, do notice that she wears an identical ring as the other statue. That is looking in the water. The water's pretty clear. It's, um, unless there's, like, a hidden compartment, you don't think anything's in there. Um, hit me with a perception, Letta. Uh, Runar, you're pretty sure nothing's weird about the statue. The two women are related, that much is obvious. This one, this statue's younger, so probably her daughter. Um, they both wear the same ring. They're both kind of depicted as alchemists, although the one outside is more of a healer alchemist, whereas this one's more of a offensive, let's say. Alchemist. Of an alchemist? Yes, exactly. Letta... This water swirls a little... It's... It's weird. There's flow from the fountain, but it's also, like, swirling in strange ways other than that. Something seems suspicious about that to you. Letta passes that information on to the others. <clears throat> suspicious. It's alive. I think it's alive. I think there might be... A hidden drain? I don't know. Karth, hit me with, um, I would say nature. Or I guess, uh, anyone, anyone that's trained in nature. I think Kaylor is probably included. I'm, I'm trained in nature. I don't think I am. Hold on. Ten. I rolled a two. I don't need to know anything about nature. I'm an alchemist, apparently. Kayla, your suspicion, when that's pointed out to you, is you're like, oh, it's gotta be a water spirit. Oh. Uh. Kayla, tell everyone that. A water spirit? What think... are they gonna do with any of this? Uh. I, I have a theory. I think the spirit has been found. And that's where the infinite water is coming from. I don't think it's quite to the degree that's like disseminating and poisoning forests, but that's probably what's generating the infinite water. Hmm. 
Hello? I'll like try and call out to the spirit. There's no response. Um, the ghost senses on tingling today. Could it be found in the statue, perhaps? Yeah, perhaps. Um... Do you wish to be freed? Uh, make waves in the water. <laughs> give us a sign. Yes, give us a sign. <laughs> Quickly turn on the spirit box. Where's the EMF meter? The water swirls. Um, a small... Uh, I'm trying to think of the word. Vortex begins to form. It's not massive, but it does move in somewhat unnaturally. Letta, like, looks uncertain like the others. Do we, do we destroy the statue, then? I don't know. I'm not very well versed in freeing spirits. Unless you mean from people. Pretty good at blowing things up, though. I've spoken with earth spirits. But not, not a water spirit. Uh, thank you, Letta, true. But that doesn't really account for exorcism. Noala goes, Do we particularly care? Is it likely to help us? I mean, maybe. This maybe. place has got a lot of water in it, potentially. Having an oh. infinite supply of water that's on our side could be pretty handy. Carth will grab an empty potion bottle, put a cork in it, take it back, and set it afloat in the middle of the pool. Do you drop it into the pool, or do you reach into the pool? Reach. As you reach for the water, it, first of all, weirdly, like, an indentation forms, so that it's like trying to back away from your hand. And then the indentation almost forms like a mouth with jagged teeth. Like it's, it's, the water's trying to warn you to not reach in. It's, it's a clear sign. Yeah. Okay. We're friends. I will, from as close as I can, drop the bottle in. Interesting. The water tooth jaw is going to lunge out and try to kind of bite your hand. Okay. Um, let's see what this attack roll is. Oh my gosh. Okay, you're very lucky, because I think a 15 misses you. Yeah. It's fast, and you pull your hand back, and the water slams, and, like, the, the droplets are so fast and sharp, it almost, you know, it's like being hit by, like, a pressure washer or something. And you're like, ooh, I'm glad my hand wasn't in that. And actually, the yeah. flask you dropped was shattered by the impact of that water hammer. Maybe yeah. not so friendly, then. Well, I told you it was alive. I mean, it tried to warn us. It wants to be free, but it's no, no yeah. one... It's not going to cooperate, it seems. Mm -hmm. Um. As far as I'm concerned, it can stay here, then. Well, 
it wants to be free. Maybe we come back later then. Hmm. I don't want to try asking. Uh, what? Like trying to speak to the water again. Like what binds you? How? How do we free? It just swirls. Mm. Wrong. Click, click, okay. click, click, click. <laughs> Well, I'm out of ideas. Do we just move down? I think so. I think so. Vin's gonna start making his way towards the stairs. You. Lana follows Vin. Okay. Yeah. We'll, uh, I'll take tell the spirit. We'll be back. We're gonna go deal with her, and I'll like point to you. Water spirit seems difficult to communicate with, and not particularly friendly. Um, and you walk away. Um, Letta, you're the first one down the stairs? I think I'm right behind Vin. You're behind Vin? Unless he wants me to go first. And... You know what? That's a good idea. Ladies first. Yeah, Letta will be going down, like, watching for traps as she goes. Perception. From everyone, or just Leia? Uh, everyone. Give me a marching order, because I'm assuming the whole party's going to descend. Guns. There are no traps. You're fairly certain of that between perception checks and just the fact that you don't trigger any traps. Drag this whole group down. I don't know if y'all noticed, but there is a bottom half to this map. Uh, there is. Zoom very far out. Ah, there we go. Bottom center left. The spiral stairs wind probably a distance of 30 feet down. It's fairly long. It does several turns. And then spit you out into a hallway. Plain stone, 25 feet long, that has a side branch with some stairs leading down to, well, they both end in doors. Letta heads for this door and presses her ear to it. Okay. Um, you press your ear to that. I'll let your perception ride of 26. Quiet. Don't think there's anyone in there. Um, some bubbling sounds. It honestly sounds fairly similar to the room you were just in, the alchemy lab upstairs. Another moves back to the group. I don't hear any 
anything in there in particular. Sounds like the room we just left, actually. Lab? Let it just kind of gives like a, a half shrug. Which way would we like to go? Renard, you're glancing down here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm describing it to you just because you're standing in the logical place for it. Ten foot of stairs going down. Ends in a door. A heavy wooden door. Reinforced with bands of iron. And barred. And locked. Uh, well... No window or slit or anything in the door. It's solid. Well, I don't think we want to go that way. Just look at that door. Uh, that door just screams boss room. Right? Won't be a point nearby. Um, it's a glowing save point. Is there anything at, like, the landing here? Absolutely nothing. Right. Save your game. It's almost suspiciously bare. We're gonna check the walls. Sure, perception. Perception walls. No. Well, you don't think there's anything. You just think this is a very utilitarian hallway. Not made to be pretty. I mean, I mean, like Runner's like checking the walls for like. Illusions, because <laughs> we just came through the loop. No, no, no. Yeah, I would have, I would have included that in a perception. You don't think there's any illusions? Come on, guys. I met a game set in the break. There's only one. <laughs> so the other door, then. The other door. Let a heads down to this door. And tries to quietly, like, check the handle. It's unlocked. Just cracks it open a little bit, peers in. You open the door, and what you're looking at is another alchemy lab. You're like, what? This again? Who needs two alchemy labs? It is another lab. Don't forget, Hallard will be in this building as well, if he's still alive. You open it fully? Not yet. Okay, you see, alright, let's do that, let's do it like this then. Um, you made me do this. Okay, hang on. There you go. Runar, do you want to take point, or shall I? Oh, it's a much bigger one. A lot. That seemed bigger, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you want to take a south around first, or... See anything? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll... Scan the room, see if I notice anything odd. You... Okay, uh, so you open the door a crack and you had a 26 perception. The room is quiet and still, but you do actually see creatures 
Um, which is that, well, I guess you see a creature. All right, I'll reveal the other one to you as well. There are two cauldrons in the room and they are being heated, but what appear to be rats made of fire that are serving as like the fire at the base of the cauldron. There's one on each. Do you remember our leopard friend? Yeah. I found the rat version. Well, maybe they won't explode like the other rat. That's a problem. I'm just going to let them go. Fuck out, fuck out of the uh, heating element. You're the alchemical expert. It doesn't take an alchemy expert to know that if you take away the heat of something, like it stops being heated. Do roll me a do, do roll me a crafting then. Oh, okay, maybe it does. <laughs> Just a second. Yeah, nineteen. Nineteen crafting. So you found a lot of animals that had been experimented on back at the pen. This actually looks different to you. This this might be not alchemical, but elemental in nature. Actually, if you'll pardon the pun, hold fire on doing that. I don't think that's my area of expertise. I don't think that's alchemical. I think it is. Okay, who is doing construction from yeah, There's some loud noises coming from the uh, Owen Sorry, microphone. Did not realize it picked that up quite so well. Uh, it's picking everything up. Literally everything. When you're on break, it was just kitchen sounds. Well, we want to take them out or ignore them and hope they don't let to take us out. I mean, if we just. I mean, they could be like the drudges, we could just move past and see if anything happens. There's a lot of us here. And I, and Vin slides a, a cold potion, Frostweil, out of his bag and goes, I have a trump card. That would be useful. But... Well, I have two of them specifically, actually. Oh. Well, nothing to do but push forward, I suppose. And let Agreed. her try to, like, quietly open the door. She's okay. kneeling beside it, holding it, moving it very slowly, kind of thing. Hit me with a stealth. Okay. You don't think the rats see you. Um, so, I will finally describe the room in full. A larger alchemical lab. Unlike the one upstairs, no drudges in this one that you can see. It's quite a bit larger. Um, and everything is kind of meticulously organized. 
And you get the impression that just one person works here. Unlike the mess of stuff upstairs, this is for a single-minded purpose. There's three pits at the far end. You can't see their contents, really, unless you walk up to them. Um, a door exits to the east, and as you walk around the room just a little bit and peek around, there's a big, very heavy reinforced double door to the north. The but other thing is. about the room oh. is over here in an alcove in the west is a tall glass cylinder swirling with green liquid in which seems to be the a body of some kind kind of floating upright. Mm. I have an idea of Letta is going to like try and stay low to the ground and move to here and press herself up against the table. So you're all letting Letta sneak alone? I know, yes. Next person in line is Runar, and Runar will alert the rats for sure. <laughs> Letta, as you get to there, I just checked the rat's perception, and it is 19. Um, as you get to there, the little rat under the cauldron turns, sees you, and squeaks, and does not attack or anything. And in fact, it does not move. It seems frightened, but it stays under the cauldron. Letta watches it for a second. And then waves Runar in. Well, I guess we'll just go here. Does anyone speak Ignan? I'm gonna guess that's a no. I'm gonna double check because I've got a lot of fucking languages. Did you say you do many? No, I didn't think oh, so. Okay. I was like, that would have been a wild language to take. <laughs> Closest I have is Infernal. No. Not quite. Uh, I have shadow tongue. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're 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 babbling and speaking in these high pitched little rat voices, but they don't. It's not understandable, and they don't seem particularly aggressive. So you're pretty much free to ignore the rats and explore the room if you wish. Neat. Letta's going to give them a wide berth and move over here to inspect this big door. It's a heavy, heavy big door. Um, you quickly realize that there is a set of keys hanging on the wall here, given that it's right next to this door. Like the other door that you think likely leads to the same place, and this one is heavy, reinforced, windowless. Um, although you are at a higher elevation, because like this, there was ten foot of stairs here. So. Yeah. She's gonna 
move to it and see if she can hear anything through the door. Perception? It's a heavy door, it's going to be hard, but you can try. Everyone else feel free to enter the room and tell me if what you're looking at or if you're looking at anything. 20. Either the room is quiet or the door is so thick that you can't hear anything, but you don't hear anything. Then right. she's going to move on to this other door over here and do the same. I'm going to examine right. the tank tube thing. Yeah. Runa is probably like looking at these uh, alcoves over here. You check out the pits. Karth with Vin looking at the guy in the tank. Yes. Okay. The tank has a... It's a cylinder in which, you know, human size and your classic your classic horror or whatever guy floating in the, in the liquid. Um, it's a dwarf. It's honestly hard to tell at this point. He's like... Oh, male dwarf? Oh. Um, the, the liquid is kind of... It's very cloudy, so you don't have a clear view. This guy's dead for sure. And not only dead, but his head split open, and there's, like... It's like Last of Us clicker, like there's a fungus growing out of it. Gross. Murky green particles float in the liquid. It's it's like swamp water, you know. It's barely see through. Uh, leans over to Vin and says, "One silver that it's pulled." We buried him, and I would take that bet, but I still like my money. And every single theory you've come across so far has been right. Even all the evidence points to other things, so... <coughs> I'll be keeping my money, thank you. Just on the off chance that somehow your crazy fucking theory is right again. Why do they need... Nolana. Good. Mm -hmm. You could do traps and things, right? Sure. I think I can. Something in front of this, I've got a horrible feeling it might wake up. Uh, Alright. I'll uh, get that. Even if it's just an alarm or something. Sure. Noelle will start setting a trap up. She's got some um, snare specialist. She sets up a spike or a hobbling or something. She sets up a trap. I will provide unwanted mall support. <laughs> she appreciates it. Do I have a little trap icon I can use? Uh, just imagine Kaylor going, standing beside, like, you can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> I mean, straight up, that is exactly what happens. <laughs> I heard that if you envision it, it'll come to be. Visualize, man. She also sets one up here, because she's worried about that door. Part of me is thinking that... This might be the process for making a drudge. Mm, it doesn't look like clay, though. The drudges are made I of mean, clay. Do you know what that person's exploded again? Um, do you know what that person's floating in? No, that's what I'm asking you. Exactly. We don't, there's a lot of unknowns here, and I'm just wanting to open it to find out. Just, I don't think there's much to be gained from 
looking at a man who appears to be floating and shit at the minute, so... Right. Well, what about these pits here? Yeah, I'll get to the pits in a second. I'll also say, Vin, um, you examine the glass cylinder for some time. Uh, kind of learn everything you can from that. Looking around the rest of the room, something does catch your eye, though. On one of the tables, there is a workbook or notebook of some kind. Sick. Is it the one in the middle of all the rats, I assume? Certainly. This one. <laughs> I knew it. Okay, I'm going to creep my edge, creep my way along the middle, and as gingerly as I can. Actually, I don't need to do that. I've got fucking mage hand. I'm just going to mage hand it. Nice. Grab the notebook with Mage Hand. The rats yep. were chittering in your direction. They they basically, they seem intelligent, somewhat. They try talking to all of you, none of you are responding, and they kind of just give up. Carth will chitter back. He can't. doesn't speak language, but... <laughs> you could be saying something horribly offensive. Yeah, exactly. Roll a d20. If it's under 10, you've insulted them. Yeah, exactly. You, if it's under 2, you use the racial slur accidentally. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they uh, they seem intelligent, but you don't speak their language, which you assume is like an elemental fire. Um, you grab the notebook, we'll get to that in a second. Runar, you actually discover something quite surprising in these two pits that you're by. Each one has a drudge. They are perfectly stationary, and just standing there. They look completed. They're like the ones upstairs. They don't react to you. Well, there's some finished but unanimated drudges in these pits. They're like actual pits, right? So Yeah, they're like 10 feet deep, maybe 15. They're not. They're not active, and they're de definitely in pits. So interesting. Ooh, do you reckon they've not had those alchemical cylinders before? That that is possible. I do. Maybe Vin can wake him up and take control. I have no idea how that. Okay, can I roll crafting to see what Vin knows about them? If... Yeah. Let's do it. Because I know about homunculi, I don't know about drudges. Yeah, hit me with a crafting. 28. It's a very good roll. Um, you suspect that, unfortunately, it doesn't quite work that way. The, al the alchemicals are like a, uh, a, a juice that empowers them. They are bound to a creator at the time of creation. Um, just you putting your own flask in there wouldn't quite override it or anything. Waking them up's a bad idea. So I thought. If I do that, they belong to somebody else. It's a bit like... Um, putting a loaded crossbow in the hands of somebody who is most decidedly on the other team. Right. Let's leave them be. Yeah. They're in pits anyway, I don't think they'll bother us. Let's, uh... The third pit, which I assume you check out, too. Yeah. Um... Great at the bottom, for a drain. It seems like refuse pit. Just... Um... Garbage gets thrown in there. There's kind of a hinged cauldron over here, with some acid to pour into the pit. But because it only kind of hits this, 
front half. Some stuff has piled up in the back that hasn't dissolved, and there's just like a black gunk on the back wall. Um, can I make sure it's not an active ooze in some form? <laughs> yeah, just perception. I, I totally understand given what it looks like. It doesn't look animated. It's like... It's less of a mass and more of like a splatter on the wall and floor, but you keep your eye on it just in case. Butter? Mm -hmm. hmm. Do you see anything through that door? And then it presses her ear up to the door. Very quiet in there as well. And this door is, unlike the top one, not massive and thick, so think empty room. Yeah, she uh, does the same as she did with the last door. Cracks it open as quietly as she can. Something very curious. Um, I'll just reveal the whole room to you, because you'll take a peek, realize there's nothing, and then open it fully. Um, a very visible vein of green rock runs through the floor here. And part of this looks crudely and hastily excavated. You're no longer in regular square rooms, but like the back half is just kind of dug out. Like there's still visible pickaxe marks. Letta turns back to Vin and just like, I'm not sure. Huh. All right. Great. Can, yeah, can I briefly just look over the tables in here as well? Is there any other alchemical things I can do? <laughs> I think there might be. They put alchemical loot in every goddamn room in this adventure. It's fine, let's be resupply. Oh my god, there's so much stuff. It's absurd. Okay, so first of all, this is a good alchemy lab. This is better than the sculptor's lab. This is better than the lab upstairs. If you wanted to plunder this, there is 80 gold worth of alchemical supplies here. <gasps> Holy shit. Um, Which is exactly how many fucking reagents? Jesus. Uh, quite a lot. Um, furthermore, this is absurd. I almost want to reduce it, but who gives a shit? We're at the end of the adventure. Um, Give Vin a shotgun. Give Vin a shotgun. It's, no, it's not anything... It's not one powerful thing, it's a pile. So this is the total amount of things... <laughs> You find between shelves, tables, um, just Holy fucking shit. have all the potions, guys. Drink seven potions per round. You'll still won't use them all up. <laughs> what the fuck? They wanted you to have alchemy in case your party didn't have an alchemist, you know, for the flavor, I guess. I'm, I guess Vin, like a fucking kid in the candy stuff, is going to start loading up. Just, just looking around going... I think Finn looks around, having, having you know, got the book, and goes, ah, the book. He's about to open the book. You get yeah. He's like opening the page, and then he just goes, holy fuck. You start collecting, you start separating the finished things from the unfinished or, or just raw materials. That's crap, that's crap, that's crap, that's, ooh, that's very nice. That's crap, that's, that's, oh shit, I don't even know that one. 
Vin's just mumbling as he picks things up. It's like, no, that, that's, a, that's a really weird design for a flask. Um, I want to look at this green stone. Okay. Look at it in what way? Uh, what like, what kind of way? With lust. <laughs> so my first instinct look at is dwarven lore. Dwarves are miners, dwarves live in mountains. Yeah, that sounds dwarven good to me. Hit me with the yeah. dwarven lore. So, green ore, you start thinking jade, malachite, um, something called chlorite that you've heard of. Doesn't really look like any of those unless it's weird. Also, dwarven lore. Something strikes you not so much about the vein itself, but about the cavern, which is the way this was excavated. Somebody was following the veins because the door is right in the middle of where this vein came out, and one main thrust sort of goes here and the other goes here and over there it opens up into a natural cavern and the vein continues beyond tight there alright sorry does the vein continue going this way out to the natural cavern or no the vein kind of disappears in the floor it probably okay. goes deeper or something like that it seems okay. like uh, they got to here and busted out into a natural room Okay, yeah. yeah, and this one keeps going. That one goes through the wall and somewhere beyond, you're not sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know what this is, surprisingly, but whether they're mining it or they were at least trying to follow it. When they came in, when they were, I guess, when they started sh shaping this room, because notice the stonework, it starts crafted and just kind of and then descends into um more like rough stonework letta nods along like she knows anything about mining <laughs> yeah maybe it's some kind of stone of plague it takes That's... like a like small steps until she's over near vin <laughs> like she's escaping <laughs> i'm not disagreeing with you it might be toxic in some way. It might maybe they're using it as a part of a reagent in whatever is poisoning the forests. That would make sense. Then says shoving potions in his pocket. <laughs> as much as I enjoy you emulating me, anything interesting in the book? Oh, yeah, the book, right. Um, and then Vin actually opens the book. Okay. So this is a book. It is an alchemical workbook, a lab book. Um, I have not written out every page of it, thankfully for you. But it is split into th three main parts, we could say. Part one... It just starts with formulas. It's a formula book like yours, but just dense wall-to-wall -wall formulas. So, this is 
the first. This is the full list of the formulas in here. Jesus Christ. Including a couple things that you've even there either never heard of or like heard of, but are like, what is this? So Bravo's Brew is in there. Uh, is something you don't have. Stone Body Mutagen. And something called an Energy Mutagen? Mm. And looking over this, you start to piece together that the two things you found is probably this formula. An acid and a cold energy mutagen. Which is like a new creation of some kind. Hmm. Spicy. It, um, you're not supposed to look it up, Phasius. Uh... But yeah, the, the notes in the notebooks say that these mutagens give you um, resistance to that one element and extra damage of that one element, but weakness to the other three. Hmm, interesting. Vin is like, look at his eyes go white and he's like, there's enough in research in here to keep me going for fucking months. Holy shit. I mean, when we kill Vilri, I'm going to have to compliment her on her... Uh... Technique. And just have a way with women. <laughs> oh, you don't even know it, man. The amount of graves I've dug. <laughs> Serial killer. Um, <laughs> he says completely straight faced. The last formula in this chapter, sort of the part one, which is just dense formulas, page after page. The last formula is not for. Uh, well, it's this. Who wants to read this handout out? I like when players read a handout. Oh, Jesus. It's for something called oh. Violet Breath. Shit, Avin has the, the vial that, that it came in originally, actually, as well. Do you want to uh, read the handout, Lucy? Sure. Violet Breath. Dissolve in solution. Speak, speak up a bit, you're really quiet. I have to stay a little quiet because people are in bed. Okay, we'll move your mic. Uh, yeah. Dissolve in solution 200 mils of corpse blood, 50 grams of fester root, 10 grams of umbral sweet grass, 3 grams of essence of bile, nitrate of silver, strain and discard precipitate, boil off essence of liquid. This should produce 5.5 grams of white granular powder, not known as cocaine, almost identical in to common sugar, one gram dose is sufficiently lethal for a human when ingested. Death occurs via asphyxiation within two to four minutes. Well, shit, we knew what happened to Bob then. Well, we already knew, but name to a face, I guess. Common appearance of sugar, though, that's dangerous. <laughs> it would make sense though. if I was on the pie when there was you. Mm -hmm. So that's the last formula in chapter one. Um, Violet Breath seems to be a very deadly poison that the author of this has invented. Chapter two details research. Uh, it's not literally split into chapters, but you know. Essentially, from there it starts to detail research, primarily in refining Violet Breath into something better. Like, hey, I've made this cool poison. What if we made it cooler? Mm. Throughout this chapter, the author attempts to refine Violet Breath with little results. Uh, like, it's page after page of like, well, that didn't work. Or like, wow, that caught fire, let's not do that again. 
Until... Do we really need a better poison than one that looks like sugar? Apparently, the author thought so. Until you get to this page. This is part... There's only three of these, so this is number two. And out number two. Somebody that's not Lucia, read this one out. Sure. Go for it, Owen. Green ore. The small vein of green rock in the east wall, which I had assumed was malachite upon sampling, turned out to match no known alchemical substance. When powdered, its fumes cause intense burning upon inhalation. Testing on lab rats and one captive confirms that sustained inhalation seems to tear subjects' respiratory system from inside out. Flaystone? It appears the vein goes quite deep into the rock. We'll put the lab drudges on excavation to see if it leads, see if it leads anywhere. Suppose we've identified our mystery rock then. What? Flaystone. P.S. Vin smells. Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> I have you know if I hadn't if I hadn't owed it, it would not be called Flaystone. Yeah, can't see that being very marketable perfume there. None of you have ever heard of Flaystone. Um, something new, perhaps. And finally, after this discovery, begin experimentations of using Flaystone to augment existing alchemical uh, substances, which leads to this. This is one of the last pages, and... Oh, I should have mentioned this maybe earlier, because this is actually visible before you open the notebook, is... About six to ten pages are stained green. And this is page one of that little section. Okay, Vin is gonna start turning pages with Mage Hand and holding the book just a little further away from him. Right. This is page one. poison resistance, too. Okay. Um... It seems like the paper got stained, you don't think it's that dangerous, but this is page one that is stained with green. It's called Violet Breath Refining Strain 7C. I guess I'll read this one. Violet Breath Refining 3.5% Flaystone by weight. 0 to 60 seconds, violent coughing. 60 to 120 seconds, severe pulmonary hemorrhage, death. 45 minutes, approximately, Fungal growths? Question mark? Exclamation mark? This is very hastily scribbled. Liquid is highly volatile even below freezing. Refining process results in unique color change. And then there are three names that are scratched out. Green fog, death fog, verdant, and then a big one that is like circled and underlined three times. Viridian vapor. Death Fog was a cool name. Maybe. Viridian, do not Viridian. Look, I... Mm. Mm. You all Starful. understand that this woman has to die, right? Starting She's to think so. I'm maybe there'd be hope. No, I think she's gone insane. We'll find out. After that, 
like I said, the next six to ten pages are stained with green. They detail... Uh, and for, for the record, the date on this entry, Violet Breath Refining, when Viridian Vapor was discovered, 11 months ago. The next six to ten pages, it's it's not a lot left in the in the workbook, is orders from Bort for more and more components and more and more crafting. And as you've seen before in Bort's receipts, the amount starts to ramp up. And then roll me a crafting check. Looking over this uh Radiant Vapor recipe. Sure thing. And the Violet Breath recipe. Fuck me, then. Yes! Natural 20. Natural 20. Holy shit, good shit. Um, so. The one time. Viridian Vapor is time. made from Flaystone and Violet Breath. You look at that vein that was pointed out to you, there's shitloads of Flaystone. Flaystone is not the limiting reagent here. Violet Breath is made, you look at that formula, from Corpse Blood, Festroot, Essence of Bile. All things that were ordered from Bort. Looking over, piecing together all the information you have, of the ledger upstairs, of the receipts from Bort, of the orders written down in this notebook, holy shit, a lot of Violet Breath and Viridian Vapor could have been made. Like hundreds, if not thousands of doses. Shit. Vin pales a little upon realizing that. Like she's gonna destroy the town. I At think least, this might if be, not a city. I think that might be the intention. Um, Eleven months. I, I'm presuming this is more than enough to level a massive fucking place. Like with, with like a death time of two minutes. With. Yeah. That much in a huge amount. I imagine this is enough to level like a fucking city if deployed properly. Yeah, but where is it? Where are they keeping it? I suppose we'll find out, won't we? Um, I, uh, from all of the, uh, Anton, from all of the alchemical quote-unquote ingredients, do I have enough to refresh my infused reagents? You said there was like eighty golds worth of chemical shit. Are you before. are you at zero? Is that your token right? I am at zero currently. Yes, because I used them all this morning to make bombs and shit. Right. Um. I will say refresh up to. It's a lot of the stuff in here is kind of specialized, but I'll say refresh a three. Okay. Sick. Thank you. Right. I. As little as it might help. I think be making some uh, anti anti plague or, um, antidote might be a good idea. If we run into that stuff, we're going to need every advantage we get. And if it doesn't kill you instantly, then maybe you get a shot off and kill her. It's not looking good as is. Is there anything in the notes that uh, relates to anything that can neutralize the effects, or is it just purely testing, 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 make it more virulent? Interestingly enough, 
yes. And you wouldn't have found this, but for a very high crafting role. Um, at one point, the author notes that Viridian Vapor is... If filtered through an acidic solution, neutralized. Okay. I have a lot of acid. And I don't know how... But if you get exposed, I don't know how this is going to work. I need something needs to be filtered through acid for it to not kill you. Yeah. Which means I would need a material that can withstand acid that you can, if something comes to contact, maybe you breathe through it. The damage from the acid exposure might, might hurt, but at the end of the day, you won't die if exposed to it. If I could get a cloth that was resistant to acid damage, I could pour some acid on it. You could breathe through the thing potentially in the cloud of radium vapor and still live for a period of time, but I'm rambling, sorry. Just <laughs> thoughts. Thoughts on how not to die. Couldn't be a mad mouse at this point. I think first and foremost, we kill her first. I'm trying to avoid the thing where she throws it at you in the middle of the fight while we're killing her. If we are killing her, that is. I'm reconsidering my redemption angle in, in this case. The woman has enough poison to take her to the city. She needs to die. Right. The good thing is, if we find the stash, we know how to get rid of it. So we're gonna go blow up the mountain instead? If we blow up the mountain, it's a vapor. If, if we blow up the mountain, fire, gas, I don't know how that interacts with the cloud layer. You think Plague Stone was bad? How about Plague World? Plague Area? Hey, play Gripper. Just... If it comes to it, and we find the whole stash. Maybe I take... A lot of time here to neutralize all of it by making acid every day. Who knows? But, we'll see. That's long-term plans. In the meantime, she must be stopped. Which way? This is true. Well, we have some big, oh. heavy ominous doors here, and another passageway that way. The the vein leads into an actual cavern, so it's either the big, heavy doors or the natural cavern. I'm concerned about what those doors, what's behind those doors, but they're also locked. Mm-hmm. Um. With the big stash of this Viridian Vapor, also transport method. I think at least the stash is behind there. That's a very good question. Maybe. I mean, there's another door around the other side we haven't been through yet. Yeah, it's smaller. I mean, it seems to be adjacent in some way. Well, unless she's in there. I think we should check out the cave. There might, there might be a there. 
What kind of stone contains what spores? That's a very good question. A good question, but not the most immediate concern. Can I make an occult pool? I would certainly that's that's what I was thinking. Occultism seems appropriate. By the way, Kalar and Karth, you can heal to full. Uh, we said we said a break was taken upstairs with Runar healing you guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, my very intentions are jingling, but. I will guidance myself. Why? Once per hour. Oh, I think it's ten minutes, isn't it? I think it's. Plus one on the occultism, and you. Oh, moved. I didn't put any spells in. Uh, I didn't. I was bringing the spell up, but I forgot to put the actual regular spell. It's quite alright. Uh, occultism. You're right. It is an hour. Wow. They really. Fifteen. Then. Oh no, that is fourteen. Uh. Okay. Session's coming to a close. I'm sure you won't need it. Immediately in the next room, you're gonna step on something, a rusty nail, and get tetanus. Um, mm. So fourteen, eleven. Either way, um, it's it's inter It strikes you as very interesting. You think you're on the right track, as you have been through many parts of this adventure. Um, nothing comes off the top of your head. You're like fungal. Like, what could that be? Darklands? Like, demonic? That's weird. So it is weird. Could maybe let him make an underworld lore to see if she's ever heard of a poison like this? Sure. Anyone else with a cultism can also attempt. If you're, I'd say if you're trained, you can attempt. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm trained. Holy shit. Hey. I mean, like, Vin... You've heard in the Darklands they have some weird poison shit, and maybe something grew up from the Darklands. Um, maybe... Darklands is the Underdark, right? Yeah, it is. It's the, the serial number filed off Underdark. Um, uh, Underworld Loreletta? No, you're pretty sure, like, if there was something, like... If Flaystone had been discovered in your rogue circles, like, you would have heard of it. Like, this shit sounds insane. Using it for... daily. Yeah, exactly. This seems, like, unique to this location, probably. Um, and Vin, yeah, like, some growing from down below. Uh, maybe, maybe, like, something demonic. Like, there's, there's demons that are associated with death and uh, disease and, you know, you don't know. Two meta theories now. <laughs> I was gonna say I've written a name on a piece of foam board. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep that. And if it comes up, I'm gonna throw it at the screen and be like, "Aha!" Nice. Thing is, I don't know whether it's like that name is in Pathfinder or not. 
Probably not. The, all the demon stuff got renamed from D&D. Um, except for stuff that's real-world names like Tiamat. Well, technically, eh. Anyway. Asmodeus. Yeah, Asmodeus is another one. Um, Runar, you walk forward and you just see that um, natural cavern only goes about 10 feet south and then bends east. Noala follows Runar. Unless we have a pressing reason to check behind that door, we should push forward. And she says, and I did leave a trap there. Um, it's not guaranteed, but if something comes out, it might step into the trap and alert us. Guess so. The best option is to keep moving, I guess. She steps over the green line on the ground. <laughs> what is the decision I feel? Then I'll do the same. Lettuce slips out behind uh, Runar, but is taking like a, a wide berth around the playstone. Mm -hmm. Vin uh, pulls a rag out of his bag and puts it across his face. Okay, that might matter. You're like a trained robot now. You're like a modern day person. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Social distancing, guys. Oh no, these squares are five feet. None of you are distancing. It's supposed to be six. <laughs> I think I made that joke on Twitter before. I said I'm practicing social distancing in my D&D games by increasing the grid size to six feet. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, Alright, Runa, are you going to peek around that corner? Uh-huh. So, step up to there. As always, I'll ask the question, stealthy or... Don't care. I think it's too much to hope that she doesn't know we're coming, but right, we can quieter we move, the better. Alright, uh, you know, he'll try and then, you know, scrape his breastplate on the stone, but he's gonna look around the corner. Yeah, unfortunately that's more or less what's gonna happen here, is... Um, and for the record, the question of light, I'll say everything here is lit with torches, no... Not gonna Definitely. worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, yeah. considered setting up dynamic lighting last night, and I was like, eh, I think all this would be lit. Um, natural. Okay, natural cavern. Um, natural cavern. There's like a. No sign of the flaystone in here. If if the vein continued into here, it's either like under you or in the ceiling or something. Who knows. Um, perception with dark vision by the ceiling a lot of bats roosting here not dangerous large fantasy bats but bats their little red eyes stare in your direction watch bats let a follows runner and is Still trying to be stealthy despite Runer's uh, loud bats. armor. Otherwise, bats. What are these like pools? Is it like condensation water or um, brackish water? Um, and it you hear something actually. Come to think of it, you start to hear. You don't see all that much. You start to hear the sound of running water? 
Another fountain? Natural river above us? Maybe? Does it seem like water. any of the, the water is dripping from the ceiling? Yeah. No, it's not dripping from the ceiling. Um, the sound is coming from nearby, though. Nothing to do but push forward. Right. Anything particularly interesting here? Kind of go around the pool of water. Okay. So, unfortunately, as you walk through the room with a six stealth, some of the bats fly off the ceiling, and they're not going to attack you or anything. That would be silly. Who would put a bat swarm encounter in this random room? <clears throat> uh, Jason. Yeah. Um. But they swarm out, and some of them fly past you and make a little bit of noise and then roost over here in this room, having been sort of just disturbed by your passage. And that sound of the some of the bat swarm moving, ooh, that was, that was louder than even your armor. Leta just winces and then keeps following Runer. Peek around the corner, Runer. Uh-huh. All right, everybody else, gather in, because we're entering the final room. And we'll be ending the session soon. Um, if, uh, you peek around the... You peek around. Um, Karth, you want to be last? Uh, Karth wants to be up as close to the front as he can. Oh, okay. I'll put you just behind Letta, then. Over here, and Noala will be last, as usual. You turn the corner. Revealing the following room. The sound of rushing water gets louder as you approach. The winding passage ends in a large cavernous chamber, running through the middle of which is an underground river flowing swiftly from east to west. A small little rock bridge crosses the river only about five, ten feet wide. And on the far side, not only is the entire wall green, but this chunk of rock emerges from the wall, forming almost a podium. Sitting on it is a large cauldron with a fire burning at its base, and standing, looking in your direction now, having been alerted by the sound of some bats, is a half-elf woman who looks like this. I'm totally not the villain, honest. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Right. You're just gonna take that crossbow she's holding. She's about six feet tall. She uh, does have a crossbow, uh, you know, let's say on her back, John McClane style, but whatever, you see it. 
Um, something seems interesting about that crossbow, but we'll get to that later. Um, clearly dressed like an alchemist. Like Vin, she just has like a bandolier full of random vials and shit. Um, young woman. I mean, she can't be over 30. Um, besides her in the room is what can only be described as a massively oversized drudge. It's quite similar to those other creatures, but literally four times the size, which is to say large. Looks like this. Ooh. Ooh. That's nasty. Jesus. And it is, right at the moment you turn the corner, stacking some barrels. Oh, shit. In the far corner. And as Vilri notices you, we're gonna end this session and pick up next week with what you do, how you react, how she reacts, and the conclusion of the fall of Plaguestone.